Back up top, shot through traffic, save made, follow-up try, that one hits a body in front, and a score! It's a score! It's a score! And the Ice Bears have a 4-3 lead with 30 seconds remaining in the hockey game! Oh, what a hit! Welcome to the SPHL in Knoxville! Comes in on the right side, through the right circle, taking it and fed across, they score! Welcome to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast, the official podcast of the Knoxville Ice Bears. I'm Joel Silverberg. Thank you so much for joining us for another week of Knoxville Ice Bears hockey, getting closer and closer to the start of the season on October 15th. Again, we'd like to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Field Pass Hockey. Get in the game with Field Pass Hockey. Download their mobile app on the App Store or on Google Play. Visit their website at fieldpasshockey.com for all news and information you need about minor league hockey. They cover the SPHL, the ECHL, the AHL. It's all there for you at fieldpasshockey.com. Of course, you can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, their YouTube channel. So much content that they churn out for you at Field Pass Hockey. You can also join Team Field Pass by visiting their website, fieldpasshockey.com. And again, download that mobile app on the App Store or on Google Play. On today's edition of the show, I will be joined by Ice Bears President and General Manager Mike Murray talking about the offseason from the business side of things and what it means to be here as we get ready to celebrate year 20 for the Ice Bears organization. And of course, Mike Murray has been a part of the organization at the head of the organization for the majority of the past two decades. And so getting a glimpse of what the offseason has been like as we transition from a COVID year back into somewhat a normal year. We'll at least be hopefully transitioning into full capacity crowds. That is the cue as of now that we will be allowed at full capacity. Of course, masks are required in the Coliseum at all times due to the city of Knoxville's mandate for all city buildings. But having full capacity crowds is a big deal for Mike Murray and the rest of the organization. You'll hear why as well as more information on all of that. Coming up in the second segment, in the third segment, I'll be joined by head coach Jeff Carr. Another player signing announcement coming up here in the episode. You get to hear it first right here on the Knoxville Iceberg Podcast. You hear Coach Carr's take on that. Setting the stage for training camp, which begins later this week. Players are reporting throughout the week. They've got optional ice time going on this week. Seen Jason Price, Stefan Brucato, a couple of guys already taking the ice already uh, from last week. Some more players reporting this week, and then players will be in for their physicals on Thursday, October 7th. And then training camp will take over from there leading up to the start of the season as the Ice Bears get ready for their season opener on October 15th, next Friday, against the Macon Mayhem as the Ice Bears celebrate their 20th birthday. Some other news around the SPHL involving A couple of former Ice Bears, goalie Brody Clays and forward defenseman hybrid Garrett Sargis have both signed with the Roanoke Rail Yard Dogs. And this is something that uh, the news broke late last week. But Brody Clays, uh, of course, has played for three different organizations in the SPHL, including Knoxville. So he is on his way to Roanoke to play for the Rail Yard Dogs. And then Garrett Sargis, who has spent a considerable amount of time in Knoxville, he is a eight-year pro. He's played 154 games in the SPHL. 
He's got 88 points in his SPHL career and spent last season playing for the Columbus River Dragons in the Federal Prospects Hockey League and ultimately won the championship in the Federal League with Columbus and has been working to get back into the SPHL. And so now another former Ice Bear, Wojtek Zemlitska, is the assistant coach over at Roanoke. So you've got a bit of a Knoxville connection over there. Of course, some other former Ice Bears that were on that Columbus team as well. And and so for Knoxville, going to see another familiar face on another roster, as is the case in the Southern Professional Hockey League. But Coach Dan Bremner for Roanoke was really excited to be able to get Garrett in. Said, Sargis is a player I've been trying to get to Roanoke for years now. He has a relentless work ethic, great skill set, multiple years of experience in the SPHL. He knows what it means to compete at this level. I'm expecting him to bring that intensity to Roanoke every day. And I think any Ice Bears fan listening to me right now would agree. Garrett Sargis was a fan favorite. When he needed to play on the front line, he did. When he needed to play on the blue line, he did. Was... Solid, didn't make a ton of mistakes, and was a regular uh, on the team, was part of that core for a couple of seasons. And so uh, had a ton of success in the Federal League before coming up to Knoxville and then obviously went back and won a championship in the Federal League again. So somebody that has earned the right to compete in the SPHL and with half the teams coming back, more than half the teams when you consider uh, Vermilion County being added to the league this season, more roster spots, no surprise that Garrett Sargis found a place to play in the SPHL this season. I know a lot of Knoxville fans are going to miss seeing him on the ice in an Ice Bears uniform, uh, but I'm, I'm sure everybody happy for him to get his opportunity in the SPHL somewhere. Coming up next, Ice Bears president and general manager Mike Murray, head coach Jeff Carr to follow opportunities for one player in particular coming out of free agent camp. You'll hear Jeff Carr's announcement on that, as well as his thoughts on said player coming up towards the end of this podcast. But first president and general manager, Mike Murray coming up next right here on the ice bears podcast presented by field pass hockey. Welcome back to the Knoxville ice bears podcast presented by field pass hockey, FieldPassHockey.com. They cover everything that you need from the SPHL to the ECHL to the AHL FieldPassHockey.com is your source for all things minor league hockey. Be sure to download their mobile app on the app store or on Google play. Please now to be joined by ice bears president and general manager, Mike Murray. Murr, it's good to be back. It's October. Good morning, Joel. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's uh you know, this was uh, probably the quickest turnaround for the five of us teams that did play. Um, but, uh, you know, when, once October 1st rolls around, you know it's game time and it's, uh, you know, it's an exciting time. We have uh, some new staff members that are uh, going to be thrust into uh, what Ice Bear uh, Hockey is all about. And, you know, we're looking forward to it. From the business side of things, what has this offseason been like for you as a GM? Well, coming out of a COVID year, obviously, in the you know our our we were instructed by the mayor to dial back our attendance to fifteen hundred, which was uh, you know a hard swallow. But uh, being uh, being excited to get out and be able to sit face to face with our corporate partners this year at full capacity, it's it's you know you, you never know how good it is until you go through an experience like last year was and. Uh, um, just being able to uh, to be at full capacity this year and to get uh, you know get their support to for what we do, in, especially into our 20th season. I mean, 20, 20 seasons under uh, under the same shield in in the South in minor league hockey. It's uh, there's a lot of people to credit for that. 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of minor league sports and a lot of different leagues, different sports teams, and it is difficult to make a team stay in the same place, have a maintained level of success for 20 years. So you don't do that without doing some things right along the way over two decades. Right, and you know, the aforementioned, obviously our corporate partners are a huge um, chunk of our um, ability to, to pay the bills, so to speak, but obviously our, our dedicated season ticket holders, our booster club, and our fans in, in general, but um, moreover, moreover um, you know, obviously the great players that have come through our organization to help us get to four titles, and you know, they're, a lot of them are retired, some of them are retired now, and they look back to their time in Knoxville and how great it was, and the people here, and they still stay in contact, and that's, uh, you know, that's uh, a lot of what my life was like too. I still have good friends in Hershey, still have good friends in Philadelphia, still have good friends in London, Ontario, where I, you know, played junior. Um, these are all great experiences and things that just, uh, you know, and you know, at the end of the day, it's 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 a lot of people that make it go. But uh, the original people that uh, that hung on to hockey, i.e., our ownership group, uh, Dr. Langley, the late John Axford, Doug Yokely, the Dyers, uh, and to be included in that after a couple of years myself, I mean, th- those are the foundation to you know that really you know took a stance and said we want hockey here, and they had the support for it, and you know, and after that, it's just a lot of great people that uh, that help keep it going. And that doesn't happen without the great support from the rest of the community as well. Yeah, and, and that's that's when you see, you know, the fun part, and you were part of that this year, to see our promotional calendar come to life. And when I say come to life, it truly does come to life. And uh, to have the community, you know, come and support, whether it be Star Wars Night or Dinosaur Races or, or Baby Races and... Um, all the family-friendly fun entertainment that we surround the game with. Um, they're all great experiences, and it's basically, uh, you know, uh, Dave, my assistant, and I, we, we, you know, we love to get up every day and, you know, put our clothes on and go do hockey every day in the South, and that's, that's a lot of fun. But at the end of the day, we're running a, prof- you know, professional hockey team, but, but we're really just people connecting people, and that's, uh, that's what's great about what we do here. And it's a little different this season, too, because last year we were talking about a transitioning from normalcy into a COVID year. Now we're talking about transitioning from a COVID year back into some sense of normalcy. So how different has that been during the offseason? I mean, staying on top of the budget numbers and staying on top of, you know, and, and can't thank enough the corporate partners that knew that we were going to be at reduced capacity that that just simply called and said, hey, just keep everything in place. We totally support what you're going through. And I can't thank those people enough. But, I mean, just sitting back on my couch, even this past weekend, and watching the NHL games with full capacity and people have no – I'll take people wearing masks and full capacity any day over anything else. And, you know, 100,000 people at football games, and people just are out living life now and – you know, like like I said, you don't know how good you have it until it's taken away at some point. And, you know, last year was a bumpy year for a lot of people. But uh, just to see the faces and the excitement of Ice Bear Hockey again for a lot of people as we ramp up in the next two weeks to, to for the 15th, it's going to be a, it's, you know, it's great to see all the way around. October 15th, opening night, 
20th birthday bash for the Ice Bears, for Chili Bear. Everybody knows about the Wiener Dog races, Star Wars Night, all these other promotions, but what can fans expect next Friday for the 20th anniversary celebration? Well, we're going to, uh, obviously, we're going to host the largest birthday party ever. Um, from the moment people come in the parking garage, they're going to know they're at a birthday party. And there's going to be a lot of things associated with Chili Bear. Obviously, Chili's 20. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a huge part of our uh, our brand, Chili Bear, is. But uh, just uh, reflects, reflections back on the championships we've won to help get here and, uh and the people that help, helped us get here. But throughout the game, it'll be, you know, you, you'll not know that you're at a birthday party when you come to this hockey game. And, uh, you know, like I said, that's just the, that's just the kickoff, if you will, of our uh, promotional calendar. But uh, there's a ton of fun things on there. One thing we've learned over the years is that pretty much anything we race on the ice, whether it be at intermission or just something simple as the kids' food race at, uh, at the media timeout, Fans gravitate to that. They just, uh, you know, I we've done it so long. I don't really watch watch it. I I tend to watch the people in the in the fan in the stands that really, you know, they really just enjoy being out. And we're a family friendly, affordable uh, small business, if you will. At the end of the day, and and uh, you know, when you see it all come together, especially you know yourself, when when you've you've called some amazing games for us and and the excitement that you have and the passion that you have for our brand is it doesn't go unnoticed with a lot of people as well i appreciate that and how excited are you for the hockey side of things this year this is a team now under jeff carr they've made the semifinals every year that there's been a postseason obviously no playoffs in 2020 but been so close so close so close you got to see free agent camp last weekend how excited are you for what the ice bears can expect on the ice this year <clears throat> well i know one one thing and that that is uh when i hired jeff i knew you know no he didn't have a lot of pro playing experience but um i talked to you know a hall of famer tony granado about jeff and jeff is a is a hockey nerd he he will not stop until he gets the job done and that's what i love about him um even the even the guys he he had in free agent camp. I mean, we sat up there and we just kind of analyzed, and it's it's neat to watch him work. He's he blows up the phones. He's an amazing recruiter. I know he wants to win just as much as we want to win our fifth championship. And I told him he couldn't leave until he does. Um, but I'm excited. Obviously, last year was a, an anomaly for some of the talent that we did have on the ice. That those guys weren't. You know their teams weren't active in the East Coast Hockey League. It wasn't just us; it was the same thing for the league. You know, we saw some players with name bars on the back of their jerseys that wouldn't maybe normally be at this level. But uh, you know, Jeff Jeff is experienced. He knows what uh, you know what it takes to win, and and uh, I know he's uh, he's chomping at the bit to to get get us our fifth championship. And I know he won't stop until he does. You mentioned his ability as a recruiter, and, and that recruiting process for a head coach, even in this league, it really never does stop. It's it's a three hundred and sixty five day a year venture. Yeah, you know, you know, it's funny, uh, not just for coaching, but just for uh, minor league sports in general. Uh, you know, I always kind of say that I feel like we work harder in the off season than we do in the regular season because, you know, from not, you know from the recruiting side, yes, you're exactly right. When that phone rings and it's like, hey, I got this guy. Well, whether it's August 1st or, or June 1st, it, it's, not, it's a nonstop job. I mean, you want to out-recruit 
uh, the other teams in the league and the other coaches in the league to get that guy to sign a tryout agreement and sign a contract with the Ice Bears, and that's not that easy thing to accomplish. But so, but on the on the flip side of it, it's uh, it's a three sixty five uh, job for us here in the office as well because we have to do all the right things in place to make that player Jeff recruited comfortable enough to live in the city, thrive in the city, know what the city expects, and and uh, you know to make them feel like wearing that crest on their front of their jersey is is something special to be had, and that's uh, that's important. Where the whole organization, hockey ops versus you know uh, office staff, where everything collides and comes together for the for the sole purpose of getting these players here, getting them to feel comfortable off the ice to be able to be comfortable enough to play their you know their butts off on the ice for, for Knoxville. It's not just, you know, you know, we coined the fl- phrase this year, you know, Knoxville Knoxville versus all y'all. And uh, I don't I don't think I just just since we released that, I, our fans have really gravitated to that because it's not just the ice bears, it's Knoxville. And uh, one thing I've learned about this town is just like they want a winner. They'll they'll support uh, sports and in, in the winning ways of it. And um, we have such a unique um, brand in this market that uh, you know there's not too many people you go out there on the street right now and say hey have you been to an iceberg game and they said oh my gosh it's so fun and so entertaining and you know like I said some of the players that have come through our organization over the years they have families now and they reflect back and there's pictures and things and and you know their time in Knoxville was well well spent and well remembered and and kudos to all the people in the organization fans corporate people that that help make that happen and continue to make it happen so 20 years that's that's how it all evolves is there anything else that we missed anything else you wanted to hit on as we get ready for year number 20 next friday no i don't think so like i said it's just uh you know there's a lot of people to thank uh and along the way that that helped us get to 20 um it's not easy to get there especially you know like i said we call it a professional hockey team but it's really and truly a small business supported by a lot of great people that help make it go and uh obviously you know the goal is to be around for another 20 and and uh and just uh you know keep a great product on and off the ice and uh do the right things by the by the city and make the city proud Murr, thanks so much. Congrats on 20 years, and we'll celebrate even harder when Chili Bear turns 21 next season. Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ice Bears President and General Manager Mike Murray. Head Coach Jeff Carr joins me for the final segment of the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast next, presented by Field Pass Hockey. Welcome back to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast, the official podcast of the Knoxville Ice Bears of the SPHL. Joel Silverberg, now joined by Ice Bears Head Coach Jeff Carr. And, and Jeff, always appreciate the time. Coming out of the weekend, as you continue to get your roster set, the big news, I think, you've decided to make another addition from free agent camp from the end of September. Yeah, Cody Rogers was a guy that we thought did enough out of uh, free agent camp, but we were waiting on some numbers, and with the uh, with Charlie Granath still over in Sweden right now, we're waiting on that travel ban to, to be lifted, hopefully, in November, and it still doesn't mean that he, he's 100% going to be able to come over. Um, and then just with how many uh, defensemen have been taken, you know, we kind of made a, a decision that we'd want at least seven here at training camp. We even might find another guy here to get an even eight so we can kind of go in pairs of four and four when we split up. But uh, having that insulated D is going to be huge. And, 
you know, he's a guy that he played at Nichols, the same place where, you know, Cuthrell played at, and he, I think he had 11 or 12 points his junior year, or his, you know, a few years back, but he was a guy that he's been around the block, um, he's in great shape, and, and he really wants to uh, make this team. What stood out about his game during training camp? Not really anything. That's why we liked him. He wasn't making a lot of mistakes. He was simple. Um, he was squeezing guys off at the blue line. Um, he very rarely, you know, the big thing for us is if a defenseman continues to fire the puck out of his own net after a goal back to the red line out of frustration, you kind of see that that guy's he's been on the ice or he's running around or he's been on for another goal you, you didn't see that at all you just see Rogers drift over for a lot of line changes after he broke plays up or made some good exits and he just kept his game simple he didn't chase and he was the same guy in the interview process um, he's the same guy that did you know was a top three or four on all the physical testing so I think that stability is something that we're going to look for Simple is a word that you used a lot over the last several weeks when we've talked about the defensemen that you're planning on bringing into training camp later this week. And I think a lot of hockey fans, they love to see guys like Brent Burns contributing offensively or Shea Weber blasting 100-mile-per-hour slap shots from the blue line or P.K. Subban doing a little bit of everything. But we don't see a, a ton of that in the SPHL. Why is simplicity so important for defensemen in this league? It, it is. I mean, durability and stability and and just being simple are three things that because we have short benches usually right so if if call-ups happen or injuries happen we have to know what we're going to rely on and sometimes the the guys that you mentioned the dowdies the burns all those kind of guys that are such a, um, a mistake process in their development which they can afford at that time early on and rebuild so we're not we're never in a rebuild so we have to always kind of know now with that said you know we've had some defensemen um uh, Evan Newgold, Michael Chen from years back, like those guys were very, very dynamic on the blue line. Um, I think we have guys that, you know, are simple and that's why they've hung around in pro and especially pricey. But even a guy like Alex Palmerville or Jason Price, like they're going to have to contribute a little bit more than they have in their career offensively. But I think they're going to get equally a chance to do that, you know, and if you're just on penalty kill or playing 16 minutes, your numbers aren't going to reflect maybe 22 minutes and four power plays a night. So guys like that's gonna they're going to go on our power play. Um, whether it's going to be an overload or an umbrella, we're not sure yet, but they're going to be expected to fire some pucks and probably get a lot of tip pucks and secondary assists. In the case of Rodgers, what are some things that he does a little bit better than the average defenseman? I think what he does is he, he, number one, he doesn't, he's not loud on the ice. And what I mean by that is sometimes guys, they go out and they're, they're talking too much to their D partner, or they're moving over, or they're, they're overcompensating, or they're making a big hit when it's an odd man rush instead of having a good stick. Just they, they're simple, they're steady, they're, they play a quiet game. Granith was exactly like that there. I mean, I don't, I've heard a lot of your, calls and I don't know if you've ever once said Charlie Granith came across and blew a guy up in three years but I know that you know 14 ECHL teams wanted him and he was going to go to two American League camps and he didn't touch a guy really you know so it's it depends it's now it's different the Colton Hefleys the Josh Throwers certain guys like that they even brew you know he's not a big body but sometimes he has shifts where he has to go crash and bang and um, that sort of deal. So Rogers, you know what? He's going to play that game. He's going to have to play physical, but he's going to have to pick smart spots to be physical. 
You mentioned Charlie Granith and the travel ban. Can you kind of update us? Because there's multiple players right now that, that are currently in Europe that you're wanting to come over. What, what's the situation with some of your European yeah. players? We'll make it simple. I think that the biggest thing is the there's what's called the Schengen region, which is uh, 26 countries. Most European countries in that union are a part of that region. That region has a travel ban. The White House said last week that'll be uplifted in early November. Now, if that's just for tourists, which would be on a B1 visitor, or is that gonna be emergency workers, or is that gonna be a P1, which is what our athletes are on, which are just regular employers? Um, I don't know that answer. We're hoping that it's gonna be um, the guys that can come over and play. I've also heard that it's just gonna be a travel ban lifted for tourists, and they wouldn't be able to come over and stay and play the whole year. So. It's like anything. It's we're gonna have to juggle it. To me, it's it's not different that it's over in Europe and that you know we lost two or three guys. It's the same as losing two or three guys to the IHL or to the American League or the Coast in a call up on a on a text message. It it happens. So we'll have to to kind of bend and mold our, our roster and training camp and see what shakes out with these ECHL cuts and go from there. In addition to Charlie, what other players are in that situation as well? Well. Rasmus Waxenangbach is uh, another fellow Swede of his over there that we're trying to get um, into our camp. So he'd fall in that same category in the same country. And then Ilya Bobko from a few years back. He's in Belarus, which is not a part of that country, but he has his consulate appointment. And as you know, it's such a fluid situation. Things change all the time. So hopefully we have news on Bobko. Hopefully he's safe and in our room in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee from Belarus here by the end of the week and uh, contributing on the power play and penalty kill. What is the start of training camp gonna look like? You have guys coming in for physicals uh, later this week, but what, what is the uh, kind of the whole game plan here as we lead up to the start of the season? Yeah, we, we trickle in. We try to treat this like the NHL, everything we do. Um, so when guys come in, they're gonna have fully furnished apartments, brand new ones, uh, actually overlook the stadium from across the river. Uh, they get a pool, a workout facility, all that, two bedroom units. Um, they, they'll trickle in on, they'll get on optional ice uh, throughout the week. Thursday at the University of Tennessee Medical Center, they'll have physicals. Um, whole entire staff will be there doing that. And then Friday morning's physical testing. We'll do some push-ups, sit-ups, some broad jump, the 300. Um, guys absolutely despise it. I already had McVeigh and some of those guys texting me to see if, if we're going to make it uh, mandatory. Yes, we will. We're going to continue on that trend to make sure guys are in the best shape of their life. And then um, there'll be a lot of competition within that. They'll do optional ice. And then Saturday morning, we hit the ground running. We'll have a goalie practice early. About 30 minutes before guys get on, we'll do a two-a-day just on Saturday, and then um, Sunday through Wednesday training camp. So the 9th, October 9th through the 13th, you know, guys are trying to vie for a roster spot, and then after that, we'll um, we'll cut down, and then we'll uh, we'll have a game two days later. So it's it's a lot of movement, and a lot of guys with a lot of opportunity. All right, well, coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much, and best of luck getting things underway with training camp later this week. All right, thanks. Again, that's head coach Jeff Carr. I'm Joel Silverberg. That's going to do it for this episode of the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. Again, you can subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify. We'd like to remind you the podcast is brought to you by Field Pass Hockey. Fieldpasshockey.com. They cover it all when it comes to minor league hockey, the SPHL, the ECHL, all the way up to the AHL, your team, your league, anywhere, right there on fieldpasshockey.com. You can also download their mobile app, on the Apple Store or on Google Play. 
be sure to take advantage of that. FieldPassHockey.com or the Field Pass Hockey app. It's FieldPassHockey.com. We'll catch you next time on the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. We appreciate you listening. We'll see you next week.